Hey folks, this episode of Holocron Chronicles is missing about five minutes in the audio version. That's because Joe was showing off some of his lightsabers and we didn't really think that that translated well to an audio-only podcast. However, if you'd like to see the full episode as well as Joe's a very, very impressive collection of lightsabers, you can tune in over on our YouTube channel. Just search Secret Friends Unite or Holocron Chronicles on YouTube and the video will be up there. Thanks for listening. Let's get on with the show. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, a whole lot of stories were told. Seriously, it's hard to keep track of everything in the Star Wars universe. Through films, comic books, TV shows, novels, and much, much more, sorting out what is legend, what is canon, and which stories are told from a certain point of view can be a bit tough. We're here to help you sort through that mess and to stay up to date with what's going on in the galaxy. So sit tight, strap in, grab your favorite co-pilot if you want to, and get ready to make the jump to light speed. Ladies, gentlemen, Wookiees of all ages, these are the Holocron Chronicles. Welcome to the Holocron Chronicles. This is episode 14. My name's Mark, aka The Canardi, and I'm joined, as always, by the best co-pilot in all the galaxy, Mr. Charlie Carden. Charlie, how are you doing tonight? Ooh, live and in video. Feels kind of crazy. We're doing this new broadcast. We've I've got this new microphone. I mean, things are just nuts, man. Life is we're blowing up. up. Things, things are we're, good. we're stepping it up for sure. Uh, you mentioned video so yes hopefully if all things turn out well you will be seeing this video on the secret friends unite youtube channel uh we're testing out a new recording software zencaster so hopefully the audio sounds good but also if the video works uh we're going to be moving to this new format so if you're not seeing the video right now it means something went a little wonky and we still have some bugs to work out but uh you know we we're trying. We're trying some new stuff, but we're also joined by a very exciting guest. I am super happy to have Mr. Badbit, Joseph Moran, join us for a very special episode. Joe, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, man. So, so, so great, in fact, that I had to delay the episode till today. <laughs> Uh, so I'm doing great, man. There's too much great. anticipation. You just can't deal with it. That's exactly. So I, I really have to, like... Yeah, I had to like, you know, get my level headed, you know, approach right. going. Right. I needed time. I was nervous. Of course, of course. Yes. Uh, we're a very intimidating bunch for sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right. So you've you've been on uh, some Secret Friends podcasts a few times. I've I know I've heard you on the, the you know, Secret Friends and Co op mode. You've been on both, right? No, no, no. Only Secret Friends. I've yet to get co op. You guys uh, really? haven't indoctrinated yeah. him into yeah. the co op? Oh. Okay. Honestly, I'm a little offended. I think you got I, Kyle before me, I think. 
We definitely have had Kyle in the yeah. past, uh, but I don't see. I don't know. I'm not if jealous. I was I'm on... not jealous. Don't even worry about it. Okay, I'm no, we're gonna fix this. We're gonna fix this real, uh, real soon. Like, what are you doing next okay, Monday? Good. No, uh, I like, <laughs> but like, we are gonna fix this very, very shortly. Okay, uh, I, I am, I'm shocked by that. I, I really thought we had you on before, but uh, <laughs> anyway. That's going to be fixed, but I'm really happy to have you on this podcast. I can't believe we're talking Star Wars before video games. That sounds weird to me, but because you're, you're usually sounds, like Mr. PlayStation. Right. Yeah, that's what everybody thinks, right? And, you know, I, listen, I have a little podcast called The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast. But my first love, as I'm very open about, is Star Wars. So Excellent. I'm very happy to be here. Very excited to share my wares with the audience. Uh, this week, that's for sure. Yes, yeah. Just we, a glimpse. Either. We Just will glimpse. be talking about lightsabers, uh, but a first, first, a couple of things that we have to get out of the way. So I know on Secret Friends, you guys you always do your geek origin story, but Joseph, yeah, how did you get into Star Wars? What is your Star Wars origin story? Break it down for us if you can. <laughs> okay, real talk. I think I was like four or five. And I don't remember my first Star Wars memory. Like, it's just always been there. It's right. just been a thing that's always persisted. I don't remember my first viewing of Star Wars. Again, it's just been, it's like I was born and I the films were just in my memory already. Wow. Um, yeah, so for me, the closest thing to a Star Wars memory is, uh, A, the Super Star Wars, um, the SNES. Mm-hmm. Which was a piece of shit. I hate it. I, I don't know if I'm crazy. <laughs> it really is awful. And um, and I remember the most Star Wars thing happened to my family. We had the VHS set of the original. And everybody knows it's like, you know, it, it has a silhouette on the side. It's like Vader's mask and everything. All three, you know, VHS tapes right there. And I remember carrying it because we were going to watch it downstairs. And I... <laughs> I don't know. I think I tripped and I it dropped. Oh no! All the way down the stairs. No. It was perfect except for the cover was bent. And my brother, it was the first feud we legitimately had <laughs> where he was upset with me and like yelled at me so bad. Like it was oh, a whole no. family fight over it. I mean, when I was a kid, my brother tried to choke me uh, in a fight <laughs> like because choke we couldn't. Choke choke. We couldn't Choke choke because oh, we were fighting. We were we were latchkey kids home alone over the summer, and we wanted to w watch two different soap operas on TV. I mean, that's not at all a good story. Problem, he was yeah. choking me. I and thank God there was a bottle of Windex nearby. I was able to spray yeah. it in his eye to get him out of my face. He was wearing glasses. Good lord, so okay, kind of right. same, but it still yeah. works. It's a childhood trauma. It's not I want to watch Night Court. I want yeah. to watch it's, my it's, children. Well, that's funny because I love Night Court at five thirty, <laughs> five days a week. WZZM ABC mm -hmm. thirteen here in Grand Rapids, uh, the summer of nineteen eighty. <laughs> Nine. Never Remember missed that time favorite, that Charlie ended the story with, account. so my brother's blind now. Uh, yeah. that's <laughs> my brother is such a jerk, but you've heard my stories about that. Oh, man. That is that is fantastic. Uh, I So I'm a, a little bit older than you, Joe. So I, yeah. I remember my first viewing, but very similarly – like Star Wars was always in my life. Like I remember even before I'd seen the movies, like I had Star Wars toothbrushes and stuff. And like, yeah. it was just always there, right? Like so much merchandising. Yeah. You just you, like, it was the same kind of thing, but I, I do remember my first watches. So, uh, and I had those same VHS. I think everyone had those VHS tapes yeah. with like the, the THX. Well, I, 
remaster I mean, I, or whatever I can it was. trump you guys because you guys are babies but i saw empire uh in the theater when i was four years old when it was brand new it's the first film i ever saw it was my mother or my father and my brother and then so it was 1980 in 1984 late or early 85 my we had moved to grand rapids i'm from detroit my mom had a friend who lived back in grand rapids who bootlegged empire the first like 15 minutes were missing. So it was just, it was staticky. And then it crackled in right where Vader said, that's it. That's the system. The rebels are there. <laughs> that's really so all that's you need to movie, know. That's where the movie starts because yeah. all of that shit that comes before that, the, oh, the Wampa Cave and you got to go yeah. to Dagobah. What, uh, who, you know, it's, it's all bullshit. Yeah. It's when Vader is like, you know, grabs the, grabs, you know, that Admiral by the short curlies and says, let's go. That's when shit is going down in that film. Am exactly. I wrong? Yeah, no, the, the rest of it's just, I mean, that's, that's when you're getting popcorn ready, you're getting, you know, you're using the yeah. bathroom, you're pouring some drinks and that's I just sit back. Up, I guess. Empire for me, I, so like new hope is I have a lot of admiration for it. So like, but there is a long chunk of it. You could just step away from until they get to the dust. Like it's a long movie. Like Luke and, on tattooing. Exactly. Exactly. But once you like Empire is a movie that I can really sit and just like, yeah. this is it. 100%. This is what we're watching today. Wall, so that, wall, that, wall to wall. There's things blowing up, snakes, mm-hmm. lizards, friggin' space cave monsters. It's all over the place, babe. That yeah. does kind of lead me into the next question is what's your favorite or do you have a favorite Star Wars film or or thing? Like you could pick one of the shows or something like that. What's, what's your favorite piece of Star Wars? <sighs> It's really difficult. One. Yeah. First, I have it. I have what seems to be the internet thinks a terrible opinion. I think Disney's done some of the best Star Wars. Hey, you're not going to find arguments from me. Maybe I think when Disney is on a roll, like with the Mando, man, oh man, fantastic. Uh, that being said, as well, even like Last Jedi's, a movie that I don't like, admittedly. Um, Everything is better than the prequels. I remember catching up to Rise of Skywalker, as we all did. We tried to marathon it, and then we got midway through episode two. We're like, what is, what is, why, what, what are, what am I watching here? And so when people are like Last Jedi is the worst, I'm like, you know, have you, have you watched Attack of the Clones? <laughs> have have you I mean, heard, have you heard of Jar Jar? Because yeah, it's- I got to tell you that I was having this conversation with my friend John Sears, one of uh, the, uh, Todd and I's old, old buddies. We started Secret Friends yeah. together. And he said, we were talking about jumping the shark. When did when Star Wars jump the shark? Did it jump the shark? Did it jump back over the shark? He said, I said, episode one, man. He says, all right, when? Was it Newt Gunray and the, the Japanese, you know, stereotypical accent? I said, no, it was Jar Jar. It was fucking Jar Jar. What is worse <laughs> than Jar Jar? It's disgusting. Yeah. Oh, it's it's horrible. It's bad. It's bad. So, like, I legitimately now, and I think, and it is like episode one and two, more so two than one, are unwatchable movies. Like, I've only watched episode two all the way through. I think three times. I mean, it's legitimately a terrible film. But here's the thing: when I was a kid, when I was a kid, 
even watching it, go, this movie fucking <laughs> hard up. This found foul mouth kid, seven years old. These episodes are this always E for explicit. Charlie right, does good. not hold back. I don't. I don't. Okay, you know what? Good. So yeah, the, the, sitting... the whiskey's flowing, and Axra is the one who's got to pin up his ass about. Oh, we don't want people to curse him. Tad, Tad's a little. He's a, he's a little wound up sometimes. So but here I am curse. in the Ridgewood Theater. As a little, like, I don't know, 10 year old kid goes, this fucking sucks. And then my brother, who who watched it the night before, holds my hands like, Joe, don't blink. And it was Yoda's shadow. And my brother knows my two favorite characters, and they're almost like tied, it depends on the day, is Han Solo and Yoda. And when I saw that little green man step up with the cane, I was like, no, uh, what's happening here? What's going on? And then with like the, like seeing him use the force, and then like, dude, I'm getting chills. I'm getting chills right yeah. now. When he's like, like, in the force, are you? What are you with a lightsaber or some shit? And, the, and he just whips it out, like turns it on. I'm like, no way. What is this? And my that wife, became, my wife goes magic. bananas when that scene comes on. She's like, yeah. That's it's her favorite. so good. Yeah, it's so good. And so that, like, even, like that part, like to me, I I lost it as a kid, and even now, I'll, like, I'll still have that moment. So even the worst of Star Wars, there's something to remember. Absolutely. Right? Long story short. That said, my favorite Star Wars three come to mind. I'm going to say something very controversial, and it shouldn't. Rogue One is the best Star Wars movie. It's not controversial. And yeah, and it's just a fact. It tells you everything you need to know in one movie. Char- the, the main character is absolutely compelling. I love Jin. Uh, and Cassian is my Mexican brother, so let's do this. Um, you know, it's <laughs> it's a it great is... it's a great story that has stakes. And what yeah. other Star Wars movie has stakes? Mm-hmm. Stakes and actual sacrifice. Yeah. Right. And like, yeah, you, you like all these characters? Well, fuck you. They're all gonna die. Exactly. Deal with it. And and you like you cut you know that going in, but then like, dude, like the scene where you know her father's talking to her and he's like my stardust and i'm like oh Mm. that scene kills me and i remember watching it in the theater with my best friend and we're just like wow this movie's really great and you know whatever when we're done here i'm gonna go watch it yeah it's like done to me like when they're when they're hugging and they're embracing you feel it and then you're like oh it's still going and they're like wow this is a great star wars did you even need to turn on a lights it and then like when you see the ship my brother knew when he saw vader like just like prepare the shuttle my brother like oh shit joe we're about to see we're about to see something crazy and and that scene that vader scene is so i think is underplayed of how important that is Uh, it was he's brutal greatest relentless of the character ever Exactly, and it is the it better than than Lucas did since the originals, it, and it's it salvaged that character. It salvaged him from the from the brutal, dumb what? old seven year old, whiny the, Anakin, shithead kid Anakin, yeah, and to this, it was exactly like, okay, forgiven. 
Dude, and when like he's banging on a window, he's like, "Help us!" I remember, I remember, <laughs> I remember in my chair going, "Oh, help's not happening, motherfucker!" <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and help you're getting with coming. excitement with this guy's can demise. I, can, can I quote Dave Chappelle? You're fucking done, son. <laughs> <laughs> I so know. That yeah. Todd's ears are burning when he listen to this. Sorry about all the language. Well, I'm not sorry. Sorry, sorry Todd. I'm not sorry. Heard so you. this, this, this. That, that movie is it. Like, it's just perfect. Uh, and then it's Empire, but put an asterisk on it. Because I can flip back and forth between the next one I'm about to say. All right. I love Force Awakens. Hell yes. Me too. Yes. Just watched that yes. several weeks ago because I was playing. Um, Mark knows that, and you'll appreciate this too. The only video games I play are the Lego video games. It's yeah. almost ever captured me. I don't. Nothing else has really clicked with me, but I was I was, I was going through and replaying some stuff before I decided that I'm going to sign up to PlayStation now again and, and play some of the older ones. But I have some on disc or that I purchased. So I did Lego Force Awakens again, and it just made me fall in love with the movie all over again because mm-hmm. they made an entire game out of a single film, which is not really what they have for any of the rest of them because you have the Star Wars saga or you have the Avengers saga. So it's like several films stuck yeah. together, but... This was just the first week. So it's like they drilled down on every silly little character and every you get a side mission for the the Crimson Corsair guy who is yeah. the, the guy in the red mask that Finn's trying to hitch a ride with. And you get a Rathtar story and you get all just all this different shit. It's all non-canonical, yeah. which, you know, and, is, and, is a burn myself. But still, it's so much fun. Made me love the so movie. It's so good. It's so good. Uh, so when, I, when people go, it's just a new hope, a redone. And I'm like. Yeah, that's why it's freaking awesome. Like yeah. it's literally it's literally a new hope with a better direction with a better director. And Ouch. what else Truth. do you want to see? Like what what else do you want? Like this is this is an awesome soft reboot. Mm-hmm. And then what they did to that sequel trilogy afterwards, I don't know. But that movie uh for me two moments. First um god, that the the Millennium Falcon chase, that is that is that is my ship, man. I yeah. love Ray as well. And that moment where you know she gets the saber, it's such a great moment. Yes. I I it's my favorite moment of Star Wars when she grips the saber and it's turns it on because like it, it's it's something that Rise of Skywalker gets shit on constantly by. Um, it's I like I love Spider Man. Anybody could wear the mask. My problem with Star Wars was no one could really be a Jedi, but these five people. Right, right, right. right. And so that kind of it just kind of threw all that out of there. And it was just like, no, you can do it if you are good willed, good at heart. You can you can take on the the fiercest of evil. I love that, and that saber fight is my favorite one. Because the blades feel weighted, mm-hmm. the fight is there's stakes there, and there's anger there, and there's so many raw emotions as to what has just happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, you feel it, you feel it in your in your in your chest, and so that's that's honestly it goes back and forth between that and, and Empire. I put Empire there because it's the OG. Right, you know, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. I, I I can't argue with any of those choices. They're all fantastic, and that's. See, that's one of the things that I loved about The Last Jedi was Mm. it drilled down even more so on that anyone can be special. Anyone can be a Jedi. You don't have to be a Skywalker or some sort of lineage. You can be the 
you know, offspring of a couple of drugged up junk traders or a yeah. broom kid or whatever <laughs> and you can you can you know use the force and and i that last scene of broom kid calling the broom to him with the force like it's nothing and just holding it up kind of like you know a, a lightsaber kind of thing and and looking out in this this vast galaxy that's full of possibilities is like still say what you will about that movie but like a hundred percent what I want from Star Wars. Mm-hmm. That movie as well has some of the best moments, mm. but moments, is right. at a, exactly moments. so like Yoda is my favorite character. I say this all the time, and when he's when he's visiting Luke and he talks about failure, mm-hmm. that resonates. I mean, we've all failed in our life, right? We've all been at that pit of like, I'm I'm just a mess up and I'm 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 no good and. You know, Yoda saying no. This that's how you learn. It's about failure. And mm-hmm. um, I, I just yeah. showed Charlie before uh, before we started recording. I showed him the back of my iPad, which has mm-hmm. FN two one eight seven, which is yeah. Finn's number. My son's name is Finn, so I got that engraved on the back of my iPad. But underneath, I have "We are what they grow beyond," which I think is yes. one of the best lines from any Star Ever. Wars movie. And hands you will down. absolutely learn, Mark, as you. As your son grows up, that it's absolutely mm-hmm. the truth. You'll see them take the tools you give them and exceed. That is um, all I want. Still, something that I'm waiting for with with my son, but he's uh, you know, he's had a troublesome growing up with his mom mm-hmm. and everything, and he's just a couple of years away from hitting adulthood. I think he's going to come stay with us after that, and I, I look forward to that mm-hmm. to yeah. seeing him grow just like that. So, and I got you. With- with that said, everything else about that movie, who believes? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Like there needs to be a, a cut of that. I'd love to see like a, a machete cut of all of the Star Wars movies. Like cut out the useless shit from like episode mm-hmm. one to like everything. Just like and have like one, together one and like, have like, like six hour movie. Yeah, something like that. Just like or, or, you right. know, like see what I would have done, and I know, and it, listen, this could be every episode of how we could have made this movie better, but. <laughs> right. Take some years instead of literally immediately after Force Awakens. That's my biggest gripe. I do a two, three year jump. Right. She's been practicing with Luke and the resistance is getting its butt kicked. And you get a Hoth like event where it's all or nothing and they're on the run. And then you give Finn and Poe something to do together. Mm-hmm. Where maybe you introduce a new character that is Rose, and you tease that Finn is force sensitive. That's why he's able to take on Kylo, mm-hmm. and you keep all the things with Ray and Luke and Kylo. Where, yeah, she's been getting visited by that by Kylo. She has been keeping it from Luke. Luke is still somewhat of a he is the Obi Wan role. Right, where he's like, I, I didn't want this Padawan, but here she is. Right. Um, and then you could have just played around with that, man, but instead we got what we got. Yeah, we, we definitely did. We got what so, we got. So, <laughs> man, I, I feel like we've gobbled up most of this episode just kind of going <laughs> off script, which I'm, I'm so, totally I'm so fine with. No, I almost think that we should just kind of kind of toss it out. Do you want to just keep talking about this or do you want to talk a little bit about I, more you know what, I mean, Mark, you're, you're, you're in the driver's seat. So what do you yeah, want to no, do? let's, well, let's, let's, uh, we, we were talking a little bit before and I do want to touch. We, we, we promised that we'd touch on the bad batch. Uh, let's, let's maybe combine five and six and just give overarching thoughts of, of how this, cause I don't think it's gripping any of us. Is it? Uh, we were no, talking a little it's, bit you before. know what I'm, 
Much like with Star Wars, when it's really bad, I'm trying to pull like a Star Trek where I'm like, it's unconditional love and I'm just going to find a way to love it. Yeah, this series is is extraordinarily forgettable mm-hmm. and it's just not very compelling. It's like I, I mentioned my friend John Sear, who is another hardcore Star Wars guy. He says, it's official. This series is fucking useless. I hate it. Star Wars, you are the gas tank is empty. Give me something. This sucks. Um, mm. And I want to be like, what? okay. <laughs> I just I don't I don't really have a counterpoint to that. Yeah, we're you know we we, we transformed into what I said in the pre roll, which is that this is the Mandalorian with a less cute kid character. You know right. what I mean? Omega think... Omega is like okay ish, but yeah. she's very Wesley Crusher. If you're familiar with yeah. Star Trek. She's very Wesley Crusher. She's precocious. She's very smart. She's getting into shit. She's got to, you know, she'll, oh, I took a bad step and I fell down a thing and now you got to rescue me and I'm screwing things up. But at the end, I redeemed myself. But it's just, it's just, it's kind of trope after trope after trope after trope. The thing is, I think this series, this series is too long for a once a week thing. Yeah. Um, I think my brother and I, we had a discussion after the latest episode. Like okay, if next episode doesn't hit, we're just gonna wait till it, it all combines right. one, because this is it, it. It's falling into the Clone Wars mistake mm-hmm. in, in the early days of Clone Wars, which was hey, there's this one episode that's really important. Like I loved episode one, episode two was fine as well. Sure, um, it's it's a great setup, but we're meandering around a ton of filler. And stuff that we don't really need to see. It's fan service for the sake of fan service, nothing more. And um, that's kind of boring. <laughs> Where you have a really, you could have a really good story talking about these rebel clones and what it was like when the Imperial you know, army was, is transitioning out of clones and what that's doing to them psychologically and all that. But you're not doing any of that. Like, I loved um, the sniper versus everybody. Uh, I love the hint that, you know, Crusher uh, with episode six, he gets bonked on the head mm-hmm. and the chips start working, which right. silly plot device as is. It's like, okay, <laughs> so something is something is happening. It's just going yeah, yeah. at a very slow pace. And I don't mm-hmm. care about the baby, what is it? Um, Omega, uh, Omega, no, the, young girl. the the Rancor, the Moochie, or whatever. Rancor. Oh yeah, yeah. Moochie. was it Moochie? Yeah, that's such a yeah. such a thin setup. Like, oh, it's really the Rancor that Luke later kills, and she's like, what yeah. And that's how that. I, that was it. It was like, oh, this cute how, Rancor. How and then you kind of put two and two together, and it's like, well, oh, here's the thing. Shit, Mochi. Am- so from what my brother said, he's like, Joe, don't get too depressed. Mochi isn't the Rancor Luke kills. I'm just, okay. How do you know? How would so how would any how would any fan off the street who's watching this and says, "Oh, a rancor"? That's like the thing from like Return of the Jedi that Luke yeah. kills. Anybody off the street's gonna make that connection. So yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you even know? I think and, because and overall, what's the point? Yeah, I mean that too. Even if it is, what is the point? But like. Uh, I think when the the big fat guy's crying against the rancor, he says a different name. That's not oh, Moochie. uh, Tisa. No. Yeah, yeah. So and that one like, I think oh, is male. Multiple. So, so Moochie being female, yes, it's not the one that Luke yeah. kills. But on first Hatiz, glance, you're like, you're referring to? Yes. What was that? Yeah. And that's in Hatties. That's how you know it. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's that's canonically general, like yeah. confirmed. Yeah, that's uh, that, okay. but, so okay. so okay. yes, it, like- but like on first watch, you're like, oh my god, they just killed this cute like rancor basically. Like that we we just <sighs> met it and when we know how it dies, but um, but like who who's gonna know that aside from like super fans or people that are well, looking up things about. on the internet? Like most people that are watching this are just like, oh great, they're killing it's a baby just now. Lo- it's just lost when yeah. you're like, oh you're good, okay. So it's like it's like showing us Grogu and then showing Grogu getting cut in half by fucking. Well, Red. it's essentially that's that's kind of what the it's like. At first, when you watch that scene and you're like, it's going, you know, he's going off with Luke, and you're like, yes, that was the badass Luke Skywalker that I always wanted to. Wait a second shit goes down very soon. Like is Grogu going to get just obliterated or what, I mean, what, what is happening here? Like I need season what, three to, to right now. Who, who are not the layman. You realize that uh, Mando season two and what happens in the force awakens is separated by at least 20 years. Right. So there's a lot of different things that could happen, but still, yeah. 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 To the layman, they're like, Ooh, but didn't I see in that other star Wars movie that Luke had an Academy and it got burned down and Kylo Ren killed everybody. So mm-hmm. they just killed baby Yoda. Cause everybody, you know, lay, layman <laughs> call him baby Yoda. So yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's just, um, it's a lot of uh, two inside baseball for people to get. Mm-hmm. And they, they seem like they're pulling a lot of gimmickies, like in this, you know, the second episode, the decommission, they pulled out the uh, the, the Smuggler Sisters, which mm-hmm. was, again, back to that last season of Clone Wars. And they were which enjoyable, was fantastic. Enjoyable enough characters. Yeah. I agree. I enjoyed them. But, yeah. Yeah. you know, there's like, it, it turns into Mandalorian where they're like, hey, can you help us? Rhea Perlman, who is the Sid, who is the, the bartender. It's Carla from Cheers. Nice tie-in. Hey, can you help us with blank? Because we need to find out who the bounty hunter who's trying to get us or whatever, what her name is. And uh, so she's like, yeah, but you got to do this job for me. So it's just a damn Mandalorian all over again. So it is, it's, it's very uh, editorially bankrupt. I'm wondering if, and I've gone back to this a few times, but I'm wondering if this is the kids Mandalorian and we're watching it as a grown ass man being like, this isn't what I want, but like, 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 you know, like George Lucas has said this, Dave Filoni has said this, Star Wars is for kids. Now the Mandalorian is not for kids. So there has to be something. Because it's for, it's for us, the ex kids. Right. Right. It's a spaghetti Western set in space with a badass bounty hunter who will kill anything in his path to protect his little boy. Not for kids. Uh, th- th- there's some stuff in there that is for kids, you know, Grogu's cute and whatever. Uh, but like this could be that version of a story, but in a cartoon form that's more aimed mm-hmm. at kids that, you know, they're, they're going to say like, you know what? Star Wars fans are going to watch anything. So... There we go. And my dog's going off, so I'll... Uh, oh, okay. yeah. This is real life. <laughs> yes. Listen to that shit. The dog so, is the fourth fourth host. So so overall, yeah, not, not too impressed, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah, not too... <laughs> Mark is like, he's dying inside. It's like, this uh, dog even doesn't like this They're breaking show. the fourth wall. <laughs> no, don't use the lightsaber, Mark. Please it's don't. Just a, it's just a dog. That's okay. Um, I'll, I'll back you up. Yeah, no, man. This 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 series. That's what I'm thinking as well. It's just it's for kids, and it's it, it really is just not for us one bit, right? And that's why we're kind of like okay, but right. but we're clearly so. having a difficult time, you know, wrapping our heads around that because we're like, oh, it's our Star Wars, and we just saw 
freaking Mandalorian and it blew our side. The last thing we saw was Luke Skywalker well, not, fucking you know wrecking shop, and it was amazing. And now we have that, this. like like Clone Wars wrapped up, and that was a story that oh, was very God. much the, the, for the, us. That, and it that just last, happened yeah, to be that last animated, arc, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so then we got this. So I agree that maybe we're really suffering from having inflated expectations of this show. Yeah. So this is, and I, I'd have to look on IMDb, but this is this a ten episode standard kind of deal? So I think we're so. getting close to the end because this was right. five and six. So seven, eight. By the next time we do, a I show, think it wraps nine, in 10. August, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. So it oh, might so be even gonna longer go, than that. Longer still. Yeah, I mean that is. That's kind of yeah. hard to think about. Yeah, it could be so fourteen. This thing continuing to go. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah, while we're talking, I'll, I'll look it up on IMDb while we're talking, boy. So well, anyway, yeah. let's let's move on because none of yeah, us are please. super impressed. I I'm enjoying it for what it is, but I'm, it's not blowing my socks off. I'm not going to return and watch the Bad Batch like I do with like Clone Wars or or Rebels or something like that. Like I could watch Rebels until my eyes fall out. Same. But uh, I got you, Joe. We got you here because. Yeah. You have a very specific set of skills or a very specific <laughs> collection, I suppose. Uh, and we, we mentioned this before. I already ju- I just pulled one out threatening my dog like a youngling. Uh, we're, we're talking lightsabers. So we, we've yeah, gone quick, on for a little while. Quick sidebar, 16 episodes ending 16. on August 13. Wow. I just, yeah, so Joe was right. But I, 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 I wrinkle at the thought of it. But you know what? Mercy. It would, it would be great if I was wrong, but please can return you to your regular <laughs> Hopefully schedule. Hopefully something so, goes somewhere. But uh, yeah, basically, you know, we wanted to have Joe on for, for something special like we do with most of our guests. And uh, Joe, you have a ridiculously impressive lightsaber collection. So mm-hmm. I wanted to go through just a few things. Anyone that's listened to any episodes of, of this podcast knows that I'm like lightsabers are it for me. Like yeah. Charlie wonders why I don't like other things like Star Star Trek. What's the other one? Battlestar? You're trying yeah, to, get I me to watch. I tried to talk to him right. about Battlestar and he was like, so, what the fuck are you talking about? Like basically, yeah. here's here's what happened. My my aunt got me into Star Wars when I was a kid. She was a massive Trek fan. Like would give you a run for your money. Seriously. And this is the same aunt that introduced me to to Star Wars. The problem with this is she introduced me to Star Wars first. And when you introduce young Mark to something with lightsabers, introducing me to something else with a dude with like funny wrinkles on his face and like pointy ears or something going and exploring like science, it's just, it's not going to catch me. Empire was 1980. I, I really got in. I had an uncle who loved Star Trek. So I maybe saw Star Trek three, the search for Spock in 1984. Maybe I don't recall, but it was the one with the whale Star Trek for the voyage home. They saw in 1986 and the following year, the next generation came out and I was lost to it forever. So I found a way in my heart to share both because right. again, Star Wars was absolutely first, but Star Trek is very different. Mm. I think, I think these people who get really hung up on, Oh, do you like one? Do you, I, I love one. I love the other. They're not the same. They got the word star in the title. They otherwise, they have no similarities. That's yeah. No, yeah. that, and I, I guess, you know, I'm my, saying. my little tiny monkey brain could not wrap my head around it. Like, why would I same. watch some other kind of like star thing when I have star this one thing. that has laser swords? So that's, that's basically laser my swords. love is is yeah. space wizards and laser swords and i haven't seen a collection as impressive until joe shared the photo of down. some of his collection so so joseph yeah. 
what got you into collecting lightsabers and and how how long have you been at this so it's a combined effort um first off most of them are legitimately they're my brothers but he lives with me so they're mine <laughs> uh, we, we, go, we go halfsies on a lot of possession things. is nine tenths right. exactly and and, you know, or, or the, you know, the custody is split custody you can visit <laughs> yeah and that's pretty much so like i walked downstairs i was like okay dan i'm doing a show um which ones could i bring up which ones would you allow <laughs> and still had to ask permission one of them <laughs> oh yeah dude because i'm like if, some of these like real talk we have we have a six hundred dollar Darth Maul. Wow! Uh, yeah, and we have uh, Darth Maul. This one's straight up my brother's. We have a Darth Maul from. Well, we have two Darth Mauls, but one's a lot, a lot of money. We have the Darth Maul from. Um, oh my God, Solo, where it's the oh, big pike. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. pi- yeah. That one, my brother just likes to. He just he just likes to walk around with that one. Uh, my brother has a crazy. A crate like I have a Luke. We don't know which one's which, but he knows which one it's it is his. You know, what right? I mean? This one. So right. like, this one just yeah. a regular garden variety Mar uh, Star Wars. I want to say Marvel Legends Star Wars Black Series. I use yeah, this. I'm nice. a cosplayer. I have a I have a Yavin Luke with yellow jacket, and this goes with it uh, along with a very expensive Luke Skywalker Empire Strikes Back belt. Nice. Yeah. For so us, this, this one is. This one's a new hope. Yep. Uh, and uh, we, we we like this one a lot. Yeah, my, no, it's the same one. Has... That's, the, that's the Anakin slash Luke slash Ray hero yeah. saber. So, well, yeah. it's, this one's a new hope, Luke. There's differences. Oh, uh, okay. I've learned. I have learned subtle differences okay. between them. Uh, this is the uh, Vader from... Uh, Right. Oh my God! Return of the Jedi, nice. uh, okay. which my brother and I, when he's just like he has different end caps, mm-hmm. and I don't know why he picked this one. It's just not, it's not great. <laughs> I'm not a fan of this one. Um, and then my brother for my birthday, he knows I'm a huge fan. So one thing as a kid, I would draw lightsabers, doodle on my notebooks. Right, Mark, you're right there with oh, me. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of Qui Gon Jinn's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything better mm-hmm. than Qui-Gon Jinn's lightsaber. It's when you first look at it, it's just simple, but there's so much detail to it that you could really miss out. So this is a one-to-one movie oh, hero man. prop. Amazing. It has the divots and everything. Amazing. And also has the plug, the brass plug mm. here. The cool thing about this Qui-Gon is um, so with all of them, you unscrew the bottom here. And you could fit boards, custom boards. Uh, my brother actually bought legit a 3D printer just to put boards in lightsabers and then just never use it. Now, um, are those are those um, are those just hilts? Or are those accessible with the blade? Can you snap? A you could put on? a blade on it as well. Yeah, you okay. can put a blade on these. And as the well. blades, and you're saying there's electronics in there so that you could yeah. activate that. Yeah, you could activate it. You could have it so that you're blocking blaster fire. Uh, we have a f- few thermal detonators uh, <laughs> nice. downstairs as well. My brother, I didn't even know it was real, but the Yoda saber is actually from like an old, like little Graflex. So my brother actually, for just like 30 bucks, made his own Yoda lightsaber. What? That's yeah. amazing. And, and the, the one the ones that I don't own. That my brother's like, you can never touch these. And if you think you could do, if you think nobody touches try. my drums, Dale, 
Yeah. So <laughs> the the one thing that my brother is a huge fan of, he is a huge fan of Luke's hero saber from Jedi. Oh, he has nice one. He has, I believe, three or four different variations. The baby green. The That's baby. I yeah. have this one. This is like I can't even remember. I think it's Hasbro, like the cheap kind of like yep. just Walmart kind of thing. It's it's not as skinny as it should be. The blade is fixed into it, but this is the first like collect collector lightsaber. Like aside from those yeah. little flip out ones that like you used to get when you were kids. Yeah, like, because well, now is, that yeah. looks like it's a black series like mine. I'm, I mean, yeah. it was about two, about one hundred fifty bucks. I'm a bit of a snob now because I when I see those, I'm like, much. oh. These sabers are so fat. These sabers, yeah. are, you're like you're th- yeah. like are thick. So like the hero prop that we have, there is no way. And the reason why, like, I cannot touch these is the neck is very delicate. Mm. So like, God forbid, the dog jumps on me, I drop this. Like, it, our our most expensive one, which I will not tell the number of, uh, is like in a case. It's there and it's immaculate. My touch, brother actually touch not the- lest ye be touched. Exactly. <laughs> uh, we got the creepy uncle from uh, uh, The Last Jedi, which a uh, shout out to my brother for putting on the decals himself. It looks stellar. Absolutely stellar. Um, and now we're thinking about doing blasters because yeah. that's the one thing that is harder to come by. Um, and you actually have to, you know, some of these folks actually have to machine the parts. Uh, so, like, I want Din Djarin's, uh blasters. I, I, so the, the blasters that I have, and I probably, because I'm, I'm in a pretty avid cosplayer, Joe. I'm sure you've yeah. seen my stuff. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, the wife and I, I probably have three or four DL44s because that is my, that's my gun. But I have some with the scope, without the scope. I have one with the scope snapped off. But I've got a local buddy who does all the printing. Um, yeah. And I probably don't store them the way I should, but the... The holsters that we have are legit, so some of them are safe, and one of them, my spare one, I realized I'd left it out in the case, and the front of it had snapped off, so I might have to transform it into something else. But I have another buddy of mine who I've not seen in a number of years who is a 501st or a Rebel Legion guy, so a a licensed cosplayer by Lucasfilm, who had a beauty, very heavy DL-44, and his, his cosplay, and again, I have a version, again, is kind of old man Han, from mm-hmm. uh from force awakens which you know with the hair that makes that real easy that's a great costume but again it's the reason i don't go rebel legion uh or 501st is that they're just exceedingly strict so i had mm-hmm. i had the wrong kind of belt the pants weren't right in this regard the the the, the boots should be a different color so i just don't take it that far but i still rock the shit yeah. out of an old man han solo i mean i've got i'm the right height and about the right weight to be a harrison ford i'm the right see, height anyway yeah see for me one sec let me let me get this let me get this out here <laughs> i'm kind of the same way where i'm not like a stickler like i don't i if it's close enough like if it could f- if it could fool a casual fan or like a semi-hardcore fan, right. I'm like, in on it. I have that Han Solo Force Awakens jacket, Ooh, but I don't I have the right codes. I don't have the right code yeah. cylinders. I have the code cylinders that would fit if it was an Imperial officer, which I also have a Director Krennic, which I rocked the shit out of, and I've never gotten a chance <laughs> to wear it anywhere. But the code cil- the code cylinders and the the original are are uh, chalk holders. That's what yeah. the original legit ones are, but that's not what Han has in his jacket. So, exactly. But again, so, I, I did an I did a like a 
Boy Scout Jamboree like a year and a half ago as Old Man Han, and people were the kids were blown away because they don't know, they don't care. Yeah. I still look like Han Solo. So what I'm taking apart here is the Kylo yeah, Ren saber. Mm. Now this one isn't one to one. This one, this was back when they had my brother belongs to a saber group. They're very, very strict with what they do, but this was mm-hmm. a first run, so it's not perfect. If anything, I would probably put stronger magnets in this holder mm. right here, and mm. this is where you put the board, the electronics, the speaker, um, but like the thing that is close to one-to-one would be the metal inserts in right. here, if I can get wow. it all close mm-hmm. for you guys. Um, so like this, does it have that weird, that one weird little wire that's on the outside? That's always the thing that caught my eye. mm -hmm. Yeah. We don't have like the official wire. We have one that is close enough. So I'm waiting. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. I'm not being critical, but yeah, no, for me, for me, I would probably end up selling this one to get the version. I think three. I have done that so many times with my cosplay times. stuff. I'm like, I'll <laughs> yeah. ditch this jacket. Like Indiana Jones is one of my key cosplays. And I'm like, yeah, I really need to get a better jacket because this one is too light. It needs to be darker. Or I exactly. you, know, you know, or I had to do different things with the pistol because he has a cold he has a you know cold, you know, peacemaker versus having a Webley, which is he had in a later film, but it doesn't fit in my holster. So I <laughs> as a cosplayer you get into and this is this is where I'm trying to get Mark I'm trying to get Mark into the life eventually because I'll never get Oxtra. He will never. I tried to just get him to cosplay, just going to a show, and he pussied out on me. He just he won't do it. <laughs> oh, I admire cosplay, yeah, but I would never do I'll one. See, I'm taking for sure. I'm taking every chance to to take a shot at yeah. Doctor because they make fun so, of me. So, so trade. So, I have a couple of questions, just rapid yes. fire. Uh, out of all of those designs, or even ones that you haven't collected yet, what's your favorite? And Charlie, I'll I'll get you. Do you have a favorite lightsaber design as well? You know, I like I said, I'm I'm partial to the hero saber. Mm. You know, the one that has the most staying power. Your Anakin slash Ray slash Luke, just because you know Luke's my guy. That's my cosplay. Mm-hmm. But again, that that story or that saber tells a hell of a story over you know fifty years of the Star Wars chronology. Mm-hmm. It passed yeah. from Jedi to Jedi. It saw the rise and the fall. And eventually it was returned to the soil, which is in many cultures is returned, you know, it really is what was referred to the ultimate death and passing into the force um, with its companion saber of Anakin's other child. Um, mm-hmm. So to me, that that saber itself tells a story that is cannot cannot be matched. Mm-hmm. So that makes it my favorite saber without a doubt. So I, I, I got a, I got a tie. <laughs> I like too many sabers. <laughs> so Qui-Gon, I'm partial to Qui-Gon for prequels. It's probably my favorite one. Yeah. Um, though I do love the emperors and the emperors we could have gotten, but I mm. was too cheap about, uh, <laughs> I, it, mine has to be like ultimate. It's Kylo's Kylo saber is what I always drew as a kid. I was like, how cool would it be if you actually had like an actual hilt of a, a, on a lightsaber mm-hmm. and how unpractical it is, but it looks <laughs> so cool. And the unstable blade as well. So bad. Um, it was, it's just so, when I remember seeing that trailer and just seeing it turn on, I was just like, no, what they're doing it. Yeah. Oh, they're doing it. Uh, so <laughs> that one. And then the ones we don't have, which we have to wait for a run um, is the Ahsoka Sabres. Oh, um, yes. Ahsoka Sabres are 
There that, you go. That, that one's so on the one slate. Hasbro's got that on the slate, at least. But I mean, that's oh, Hasbro. Yeah, it's, I don't... it's been Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, I was just yeah, going to say, know, Galaxy's like, Edge the... makes a great series. Yeah. Uh, they for, do. For a they, yeah, they're, they're fantastic. They, they, they do. Um, but that would be that would be my like her, like I love just how she just t- it's so samurai like yeah mm-hmm. when she takes it out I'm just like this I think Luke's Amazing. Luke's green always stands out for me and I've I've mentioned that a few times uh, I loved Ooh, Kylo's design as like you said it, it, as impractical as it is uh, I just I love that yeah. one so there there are always uh, a few but I also uh, I love my own. Because I I made yeah. this I created this I yeah. made this uh, what was that uh, that 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 was one of those sign offs from an old eighties sitcom I made yeah. this the uh, the go. Rancor tooth on the bottom as as much as we didn't like the Rancor episode of uh, of Bad Batch <laughs> I, I couldn't <laughs> resist that one uh, well, favorite around. lightsaber color fellas what uh, what do you have Joe if you could build your own lightsaber what color do you think it'd be or what's your favorite what would you hope for this is difficult. This is really. This is like literally so difficult for me. You're, you're talking to someone something... that has a in my my saber that I built, so I can take off the little bit here for anyone. You got watching. the kyber in there. Uh, I do have the kyber. It has a kyber crystal inside it, so you can actually take off. I can't this wait panel to do this, and yeah. you can see uh, mm, see the kyber someday. crystal in there. But I also got a blue because I couldn't freaking decide which one I wanted. So, uh, you know, it'll light up right now. The... It lights up green, but. Uh, and what I love about these Galaxy's Edge Sabers is they actually make different sound effects and different lighting effects based on the crystals. So my blue crystal mm-hmm. sounds completely different than my green, which is which is awesome. But yeah. I, I had to go with the green first. So I always go back to green. Uh, to me, I always think of the blue blue as that's the Padawan Saber, right? Mm. And then green, just because of Luke's journey, that is a true Jedi color, master. right? Yeah. yeah, that's a master color, but... I'll say this. I think my favorite is the cayenne um, blue from from Force. If I'm saying that word right, mm-hmm. from the uh, from New Hope, where it's mm-hmm. it's practically white, but it is the blue edge. Right. Uh, when right. I'm playing like like uh, Fallen Order, yeah. That when I made my hero saber, I'm like, and that's the color. Nice. It's just the hue looks so good. Charlie, so, what about you? I had to go with that. Well, you know, blue, and again, I, I hate to be the, the, the most boring of the bunch, but blue to me is the color of hope. And the Rebel Alliance is, that's where I live when it comes to Star Wars. You know, I love the X-Wings. Rick, uh, Rick, Mark, who's Rick? Um, Mark, we've talked about that before. I, I absolutely Rick. love, yeah, Rick, Rick from <laughs> Rick from The Walking Dead. Nobody knew it, ever knew what happened to him. But uh, blue to me, it's the color of hope. It's the color of the rebellion. It's the color of Luke Skywalker going from what Anakin was to his eventual redemption. So I stick with that saber, you know, hands down. It's always been a favorite color of mine. The other favorite color of mine is red because red and blue makes Spider-Man. Um, but red is, not <laughs> a, red, red is not a great color in Star Wars because it kind of means that you have uh, punished a kyber crystal. You've punished the light out of a kyber crystal and it becomes mm-hmm. red. Um, one, which one we all know the, how that works. One of the funniest memories of of Star for for me in Star Wars is actually when I was building this saber, and uh, you know you go through this whole experience of building a saber, and and they ask you to close your eyes. And I think I mentioned this with uh, with Dano last time. Mm-hmm. Is that they actually mm-hmm. they they ask you to close your eyes, and you see 
you know, the like picture, what, what color do you see? And I, I legitimately saw green to the point where I asked my wife who was behind me, like, did they shine lights at us? And she was like, no, nah, it's a completely mm-hmm. black, completely dark room. They turned the lights off actually. And, uh, and Dano backed her up and I've seen videos and they don't, but I like clearly saw green, which is why I went with green mm-hmm. first and then got yeah. the blue later. Uh, but when we were finished and everyone in the room lit up their sabers, I look across the room and there's this like three or four year old cute as a button girl holding up a, bl- a, a, a red lightsaber and has this like giant grin on her face. Like, Oh, she's going to kill all of yeah. you. It's yeah. going to be real like, bad. That's the, that's the right youngling now. you don't go after. Like that's, yeah, the, that's the one that would have taken like, the Anakin I'm going to kill out. the younglings yeah. and would have stabbed mm-hmm. him right in the nuts. Yeah. Yeah. She- <laughs> yeah. So <gasps> every other youngling's just like, you know, shit in their pants. And this one's just like, no, come at me, bro. Uh, yeah. She was, she was ready you for business. It's hilarious. You got it. Yeah. Like George, so, like George Costanza's father. So sometimes, yeah. you know, sometimes red can be, uh, can be fun. I mean, cut. So, there's so many badass red lightsabers like Kylo Ren. Uh, one I didn't mention for some of my favorites, um, the the Darth Maul. Like the first time, and it's it's partially the Duel of the Fates track, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. as that's that's like building, and he lights the saber up, and then he lights the other saber, the, the other end of it up, and you're just like, oh my god, this movie kind of sucked. Aside from pod racing, but this is we like the redemption. There. Like we have arrived. This is it, you know. Like, oh, yeah. just, did that oh, yeah. dude just light up a double ended lights? It like, yeah, huh? Yeah. Did okay. we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> yep. My my second reference to Seth Brothers. I love sorry. that. If uh, just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say something. I'm not gonna say that anymore. Uh. So. So yeah, we. No, I gotta. I gotta move. I yep. Uh. So. <laughs> so you mentioned Ahsoka's uh, lightsabers. Um, the last thing I want to ask, and, and you mentioned drawing some lightsabers, Joe. Uh, so Ahsoka uses the Shoto saber, uh, is a bit shorter than a regular lightsaber. Uh, we've yeah. seen like the cross guard saber with Kylo Ren, the double bladed lightsaber, uh, from, from, uh, from Darth Maul, any other lightsaber designs or types of weapons that either we've seen in legends canon like that that stick out to you or are you kind of happy with like the traditional lightsaber or some kind of variation i would love more colors mm. like i like it you know we we got tease rephrase saber uh that's like yellow like i yellow. love that yeah. um yeah that to me like the 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 i forget what the whips are called uh but I'm like, that's even a step too far for me. Just um, the whips, one I thing, think. I think, yeah. yeah, the one that I, we're actually we're talking about going 50-50 on right now is the spear from Mando. So a legit someone has the spear that is used, um, and we're we're thinking about going half and half on it because it's two twenty. This mm. person's making it for. Okay, and we're like, okay, if I could, I could do one ten. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, and that one is like, it's bigger than me. Uh, I I love that. Give give me more weapons that aren't necessarily lightsabers that are unique though. Right. That could maybe right. you know withstand um, a saber. But right. Yeah. That, that's that's, uh, that's I, it for me. Yeah. I love that we're seeing some of that stuff, like stuff that can stand up to a lightsaber. Because I mean, we saw 
Luke, uh, you know, we've referenced that that last bit of Luke coming through in the Mandalorian and just chopping through those droids mm-hmm. like they were just, you know, butter. And, you know, it's, it's nothing. So it, when you when you see a weapon or something that can withstand a lightsaber attack, it's like, ooh, okay, introduce ooh, me yeah. to more of this. And I mean, that's the whole, like, that's the Mandalorian's thing, right? They're like, okay, space wizards you can deflect our lasers well here's a fucking shotgun you know like that's like that's that's the mandalorian war like that that they actually did that they used scatter blast shotgun because jedi couldn't block it and they'd kill jedi so that's like kind of that mandalorian kind of made their mark was like okay cool yes space wizard like deflect this bitch uh you know like (laughs) so i love that kind of stuff in star wars too as much as i love Mm -hmm. lightsabers it's like kind of like show me like the you know, and that's why I love Mando so much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, because it very much is like, okay, we got the space wizards. Let's talk about this, these roads, mm-hmm. right? right? Like, let's talk yeah, about the these lives. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's what I like. What I'm loving about the Filoni verse right now is like, let's explore how these cartels work. Let's explore how these Mandos work. Cause we only know one theoretically uh, or two rather. So like, that's let's explore let's explore their culture deeper uh, in in the cinematic or TV universe, and that's what I'm really digging with Mando. That's what makes it so special mm-hmm. and grounded as well. So, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Uh, any, I guess for the the last little bit, uh, I want to ask the w- w- for someone with such a great collection. What's your favorite brand company? Something for for someone that wants to start a lightsaber collection. They have no idea where obviously you can do what I did and just go to galaxy's edge and just make your own, which is crazy expensive, but worthwhile for the experience for a star Wars fan. But if you're looking to collect some sabers and start a collection, what's a company or a couple of companies that you should look out for? So I, it's kind of like I'm buying weed because here's what I do. (laughs) There's a middleman. (laughs) <laughs> that I call my my brother will go to me, yo, bro. Someone just made a thermal detonator. You want in? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'll take a thermal detonator. How much? And like, oh we God. had to do this weird PayPal. <laughs> my, my suggestion to you, I, I will I will ask my brother what his saber group community is called. All right. But go on the face novels. Um, trust me, it's not all awful there. Look up some saber groups, and there are people that are literally just. This is what they do. Right. Like, th- like they're their own self-made companies where they they're so particular, so precise, so accurate that we've had people in 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 this saber community straight up actually give graph flexes to Lucasfilm. Wow, uh, to use. So, like, yeah, it, it depends on the person, and the more accurate they are, the more the price is going to to, to drive up. But there's not necessarily one company it's more like a set of people you're going through right which is again it's kind of like you know joseph when he was 17 years old trying to you know <laughs> what's Word. it edible let's find out so, yeah yeah uh so i mean yeah and we've we've mentioned you know hasbro does some good ones there are some that disney yeah. are making now they're stepping up their game so if you're looking for something just store-bought that might be a good place to start. But yeah, these collector communities that are making these movie accurate stuff, because you will look like Hasbro, even the ones that Disney have, um, you know, Joe, you, you mentioned the the necks on some of them are very skinny. Well, if you're putting a blade inside the lightsaber, uh, you know, I can show you guys here that that goes 
quite a way in that whole black yeah. bit goes inside my yeah, lightsaber so if you have a skinny proper, neck yeah. this cannot go inside yeah it. uh so, so like so, some of them is like it's just uh some hilts are specifically made non-combat some are right. specifically made for combat and all that yeah yeah i say combat like we're going to war with these things but you know what I mean. <laughs> right but not, there are some that saber they're like you know built for like battle ready like you can actually like if you look someone like yeah. uh you know mike skywalker on instagram or so and i love watching because he he has these like coordinated uh choreographed lightsaber battles and they go all out like they are cracking the hell out of those sabers and if i tried that with this blade I think it would just shatter and bend. Like I've seen yeah. stress tests on the, the the Galaxy's Edge blades, and they last for a couple of hits, and they they don't really last too much further than that. So yeah. um, another one as well. I know the more mainstream one is called Corbanth that you could go to as well. Um, they and they sell sabers completely constructed, so you don't have to do a gosh dang thing or just completely basic, and you're making for the most part they give you the kit and you make it yourself type of thing cool but, yeah awesome yeah excellent nice joe anything else before we wrap up that you'd like to add to our star wars conversation i think we're gonna have to have you back because i like Absolutely. like charlie said we could have oh, completely yeah. derailed this episode and just talked about the movies but i was so personally excited to talk about star uh <laughs> star wars lightsabers um that i i kind of tried to rail us back in but i i hope uh you know i hope you don't mind that because we you know it we we could have gone off about you know different stuff in the movie oh yeah but, uh, i'll bring more sabers next time all right there's just only so much room in this little room that's of mine, it. so <laughs> that's it uh well joe let let people know where they can find you when you're not talking about star wars well when i'm not talking about star wars i'm probably talking about the mcu and if i'm not talking about the mcu I'm probably talking about PlayStation, and that is my show, The Trophy Room, a PlayStation podcast, where each and every Thursday, me and my best friend Kyle talk about the latest, the greatest, in all things PlayStation. You can find the video version of the show over on YouTube at The Trophy Room channel. You can find The Trophy Room podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever you find your podcasts, you can find the show there. Um it's been an awesome journey that we've been on. We'd love to you for you to come on board with us. And the one thing I want to say as well, whether you love The Last Jedi, hate The Last Jedi, whether you're a Star Wars fan from birth, whether you're a Star Wars fan today, tomorrow, whenever, you're a Star Wars fan. That's it. There's no yes. there's no there's yes. no tears. Just because you have more experience in that love of that thing doesn't mean your love is more important than that someone else's because the most beautiful thing i've seen two things in my life is a walking in the disney store and seeing a little ray and a little uh and a little finn run across that store just completely being bonkers crazy but seeing that a black kid has someone to look up to seeing a young girl have her luke skywalker is the thing to really right. admire and i want to leave right. with one story i remember watching the force awakens i shit you not for the ninth time in a row when it was in its theatrical run and we were in this dine-in theater it was like late january and there was this kid who was freaking out every time he saw chewbacca every time he saw chewbacca he was flipping the hell out 
And after, and we loved it because it's like, listen, we would have been pissed if this was our first view. This is our ninth viewing of this movie. We're fine. Okay. We walk up to her and we're like, hey, we loved your kids. She's like, and, and we, like, she thought we were walking up to her, like, how dare you? Yeah. She's just like, I'm so sorry. My son, and we're like, don't be sorry. She's like, oh, okay, we'll thank you. It's like, my son is, he, he is a nonverbal autistic. Chewbacca is his favorite character. Because I get choked up every time I say this because he speaks just like him. Well, that's Star Wars. So whenever, every time we get upset about us, a show not going the way we want or a movie not ending the way we thought it should have, there's a little kid out there that has a hero in that universe. That's what we always got to. That's it. Keep a level head. That's here. that's yeah. it. So we, this for everyone. Man. We that's, we try to do that here. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned it a few times with the episode with uh, Okiro. I think you know he said something that you know we we're just trying to keep it positive here, and he appreciated that. And uh, that's basically how we we do. You know, we, there's there's so much toxic fandom and oh, uh, and horse so shit around. You know, the discourse <laughs> online or whatever. Absolutely. And uh, that's it. If if you're listening to this and you are a brand new, actually, we're gonna have a brand new Star Wars fan on this yeah, show well, in August. Intense. He is watching yeah. the the uh, the movies now. He wants to get through like the Clone Wars and Rebels. He gave me a timeline. He thinks August. Uh, I cannot wait to talk to mm-hmm. a brand new Star Wars fan. I'm hoping. By that time, oh. fan, I he might come on and be like, "What are you guys even <laughs> like about this stuff?" Uh, I have yeah. no idea, but I'm looking forward to that. But um, dude, my best friend's boyfriend, we got him into Star Wars. His favorite one is Revenge of the Sith. That's fine. That's right. fine. That's right. fine. Um, and he got legitimately upset with it. Uh, uh, at, what was the scene in ter- like? Oh, when when that's we're going to. We'll grant we'll grant you the title of master, but whatever. Like that oh, scene. Oh, the Jedi Council. He's like, what the fuck? And he's like, he literally. He was like, you're just gonna do him like that. You're just gonna do him like that. <laughs> he got like, bro, bro, bro. Why, why, why you gotta be That's like hilarious. That? Uh, That's I want to hear from any of the like. If you're for some reason stumbled upon a Star Wars podcast and you're just getting into Star Wars, like, let us know. We, I want to hear from like I, we. Charlie and I have just discussed. Obviously, actually, this is something I probably should have addressed at the start of the show. This was Maybe. supposed to be a canon episode. Uh, up until now, we have been alternating. So we do bi-weekly episodes and alternating between guest canon update, guest canon update. Also, what, I'm sorry, one yeah. sec. I just you, interrupt. Like, yeah. My brother goes, there are so many in terms of like lightsaber groups on Facebook that you could be a part of. Okay. He goes, one, universal lightsaber group, The Vault, a custom lightsaber community, props of Star Wars, the original trilogy, thin neck saber group. Elite Saber Society, Graflex Addict Support Group. I know my brother's a part of that one. <laughs> <laughs> support group. When Emma's support group. PP, like in Peter and Pam, Addict Support Group. Crosscord Addict Support Group. I think my brother's in a lot of this, support the, groups. Yeah, it's, it's going. It's a whole step deep. program it's for lightsabers. Uh, but more like they're just like they're supporting the addiction, which right, is bad. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah, Thank there you. There you go. Um, but yeah, so this is this was supposed to be a canon update episode, and uh, Charlie and I kind of decided to ditch that for a little bit because we have so many amazing guests lined up and so many people that like 
we've been talking to online that are like, I'd love to talk Star Wars and like passionate about it. Like, like, you know, Joe, that was, we, we said something like, you know, like we'll have you kind of closer to the end of the month, like the next episode. And that was, you know, I messaged you and kind of like, yeah, no, we're ditching this format. Like we are going, uh, like full on guests and like just sharing the love of Star Wars, uh, because, because this is, this is like fun for us. This is, this is where I think it's, it's a little bit more interesting than like, the nitty gritty canon stuff. And we'll still do those updates when there's big events. And that's why we covered bad batch. Um, but to me, this kind of stuff is, is much more fun and much more interesting because it's, it's just sharing that love and spreading that like positivity about like, you know, this is why star Wars is awesome. Whether it's something that we don't exactly get, but like you're saying, it's, it's talking to someone, you know, like, um, the bad batch say what you will about it. By the end of the day, it's kind of like the first transgender Star Wars character uh, with mm. Omega because, you know, she's a clone of a male host, I suppose, if that's the, the way you want to break it down. So not, you know, we said this before, it's it's not like transgender the way we think about it here. But, you know, if, if <sighs> yeah, I, I guess you would have expected a male clone to come out as male, but you know, yeah. she's, she's different. That's why she's part of the bad yeah. batch. And, and I think that's an interesting, um, an interesting story. And I, I I'm loving the character so far. So I think, yeah. like you've said, there, there's representation for everyone. They're getting better at that. And, uh, and, and I want to hear about people's favorite characters or favorite bits of star Wars. It's, uh, it's, it's all great. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So Charlie, where can people find us if so after they're we, done subscribing to Joe, my favorite PlayStation podcast, like you, you guys are crushing it. You guys are doing amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, this month, you guys have some great shirts. People should check out like not only the podcast, but like your shirts. Uh, you guys are doing like a big fundraiser right now as well. Yep. We're doing a pride fundraiser. We're raising money for the Trevor, uh, Trevor project It is a, uh, organization that helps troubled LGBTQ plus, uh, youth. Um, it's just a way that I can give back as so many of my friends are part of that rainbow coalition. I I was a kid. I wasn't the best (laughs) as a kid. We've all been there at our worst. Um, and this is my ways of, of, of giving back to a community that has been so, welcoming of me and me trying to be the best ally that I could be. Cause again, I know how rough kids are and I know how even, you know, talking to some teachers talking about how hard it is for those kids in their family life as well. So the Trevor project really does help educate people, helps troubled use, even suicide prevention has been a big focus of theirs as well. Um, and yeah, right now we're trying to sell as many shirts as we can to raise money for them. So go over at PS trophy room on Twitter. Um, it should be our pin tweet, get to know or learn all about that stuff. And, uh, yeah, yeah it's, we, it's really uh, awesome. It feels good doing good. We, we have a shirt sale going on right now, but Charlie, if you don't mind, uh, let's divert people to Joe's for this month or, or this, this time. Yes. And, and yeah, 100% don't. of it goes to charity, by the way. 100%. How about not buying a secret friend shirt right now and, and going to support Joe's? We're, we'll still be do there in, in July. So, uh, yeah, so yeah I'll, I'll, I'll put a pin in that. But yeah, yeah. God, you know, we talk about it. Uh, a lot over on Code 47, which is our Star Trek podcast that 
we here at, at Secret Friends Unite are steeped in what we call IDIC, which is in the Vulcan parlance in Star Trek, infinite diversity and infinite combination. So we care about diversity. We care about the fact that love is love, that all rights are human rights, and we are in full support of pride. So yes, please support Joe uh, in his efforts. That sounds like an absolutely great effort. So thank you so much, man. Thank you for talking about that. Of I appreciate course. that. Mm -hmm. I got my yeah. pride stickers right here, and I really wanted to see what they're, they're all about. Let me, let me open them up. But yeah, go for it, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, friends, uh, thank you as always for joining us. We are, of course, part of the Secret Friends Unite podcasting network for great shows, uh, including this one bi-weekly talking about Star Wars, the Holocron Chronicles, of course. Code 47, I was just talking about, is weekly on Mondays talking about Star Trek. That's my show. Uh, uh, on the opposing Wednesday, there's the co-op mode that is Mark and our friend Todd Akshra talking about video games. And every Friday since 2014, Secret Friends Unite, your guide to the geek side, your uh, a la carte, your smorgasbord of geek culture uh, there to be seen. We've got a great brand new website, which was pioneered by Mark. He's the guy. Uh, home to all of our podcasts, upcoming original content, and so much more. Um, SecretFriendsUnite.com. Please visit. Uh, follow it, keep track of it. You'll see our Twitter feed there as well. We are, of course, over uh, on Twitter at Secret Friends U. Drop us a line. Let us know something you're enjoying, and we will talk about that on one of our shows. I will skip talking about the Tea Public Store because you need to be spending those dollars over with Mr. Joe this month uh, to support that great initiative that he's working on. So with that, uh, again, I will say, uh, as always, thank you for joining us. Uh, sharing is caring. And to keep on trucking. Thanks for joining us, Joe. May the force be with you. Rex, play us out. Yeah.